I've been using the catchphrase changing or improving the world one learner at a time for several years. And I recently had a conversation that confirmed that this is much more than a cliche or just a grandiose dream. The continual process of analysis, evaluation, and creation, or synthesis, are key aspects of self-directed and deeper learning and the learner's mindset. Those who learn and live this way often take it for granted that everyone does, or at least should live this way as well. I was reminded of this in a recent conversation I had with my younger son, Caleb, who is in his early 20s. He is a budding entrepreneur and has his own customization business. Caleb works on high-end sports and exotic cars, so most of his customers are relatively affluent. Since the pandemic has limited travel, vacations, and other recreational activities, he is finding that many of his clients and potential new clients have additional funds to spend on customizing their vehicles. As a result, he has a large waiting list and is booking work weeks or months in advance. He's also realized that some people may not be willing to wait, so he's looking to expand his business. To do this, he not only needs additional space, he needs to hire several employees to meet the demands. This is where he's facing his biggest challenge. Hiring people who are able to work independently or with limited supervision and who are able to see how diverse customization projects come together are his biggest challenge. He is willing to train his employees, but he's finding that most potential hires or people that he has hired for contract work are just not able to do much more than what they are told or trained to do, and very few are able to apply their existing knowledge and experience to new situations that they have not seen before. This is the nature of his auto customization business. Every vehicle represents a unique project. While there are many processes that can transfer, Many of the people he has hired or tried to hire just can't seem to transfer the knowledge and skills or simply are afraid to try. Caleb lamented that so many people just don't think the way he needs them to think. He is getting frustrated with the fact that so many people don't have the right mindset and continue to ask, why? What can I do about this? Many of these people have either been to university or trade school, so why can't they think? To answer these questions, I explain that most people are conditioned by our system of education to focus on remembering information, showing the understanding by interpreting, summarizing, or simply explaining. For the most part, our system of education focuses on information transfer. Even when students do get to work on more complex projects, these activities will only require the use of existing processes or the application of a model or a formula that can be used to solve a sample problem. All too often, the projects that are being used are standardized for easy assessment, so there is very little analysis or evaluation that requires judgments and testing of ideas. So even when the learner is asked to plan, construct, design, or produce something, there are well-developed rubrics and detailed examples to follow, so what is being produced all too often ends up being much more of an application than an actual creation. I further explained that most students are seldom given choice, ownership, and voice through these projects because most projects are not authentic or will not have a real-world impact. When projects are not authentic or real-world, there is little or limited motivation to take ownership of the learning and go deep enough to make a difference. There is also no need to analyze a real-world situation and to take it apart to explore relationships and see how the pieces fit. 
When it doesn't really matter, there is also limited motivation to put in the extra effort needed to test out or critically examine how things work and to make an informed judgment on how things can be improved or if something new needs to be designed, created, or invented. I also explained to Caleb that unlike most of his friends and acquaintances, he grew up in an environment where real-world or authentic projects were the norm. When Caleb stated, real projects are all I've ever really done, I was reminded of how important it is to prepare learners for life with the use of authentic learning opportunities or projects and not just prepare them for the test. I also encouraged Caleb to not give up looking for the right people by assuring him that it is possible to reignite or to reinvigorate the learner's mindset. I pointed to several people that we know who had either a parent, relative, teacher, friend, coach, employer, or other influencer ignite or reignite their passion for learning by challenging them to take on a real-world project that mattered. Once a person is given the choice to really take ownership and find their voice through authentic projects that can make a real difference, they will often begin to adopt the learner's mindset and start to see challenges as opportunities for growth. I also assured Caleb that if he applied his learner's mindset thinking to the situation, he would find a solution. Through our discussion and the analysis of a situation, he has realized that while he can't easily hire the type of people he needs, he will be able to find people with the right potential who he can help grow into real-world problem solvers that he needs. He can be that key person who can influence others to develop their mindsets, and by helping others develop and grow, he will be able to better serve his clients and grow his business, which will have a positive impact on the community. Caleb is not an educator or teacher in the traditional sense. He doesn't have a classroom and students, but he is able to share a passion for deeper learning and will help ignite the learner's mindset in all his employees and many others in his sphere of influence. I enjoy stopping by his shop on a late Friday afternoon or early evening because I often find a group of young men and women hanging out and some are even working collaboratively on one of Caleb's projects. Many of these people are living vicariously through Caleb's dreams and it's not uncommon to hear some of them say that they would love to work for Caleb someday if they could only convince their parents to allow them to do something other than stay in university or switch their trades training to align with the type of work that Caleb is doing. Caleb's sphere of influence is growing. He has dozens of suppliers he works with, and through his membership in a variety of automotive enthusiast clubs, associations, and charitable organizations he supports, he is gaining recognition as a leader in his industry. This is also starting to attract the type of people he needs to grow his business. He has found a new potential hire who has enough curiosity and willingness to grow into the type of person who will make a difference in Caleb's organization. Even though Caleb has not been to college yet, is not an educator, he is changing the world one learner at a time. He is creating the type of environment where he will be helping his employees engage in the continual process of analysis, evaluation, and creation, and ultimately help move them into deeper learning and help them to adopt the learner's mindset. This message is for educators, instructors, or anyone who has a responsibility of helping people learn. Consider your sphere of influence. How many lives do you have potential to change? What are you doing to change the world? 
Are you just transferring information or delivering content? Do you want to move beyond the transfer of information and the rudimentary application of processes to help your learners move into higher order thinking of analysis, evaluation, and creation? Then join me in adopting and sharing the learner's mindset, and you too can change or improve the world one learner at a time.